Hi, you're listening to Boggy Talk, Faith Conversations in the Mud, a resource of Church on Bayshore. Hey, welcome to Boggy Talk. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you're doing well because we're doing pretty well, I think. Are you doing all right? Yeah, thank you for asking. Thanks for not just speaking on behalf of me. Yeah, you know, um, I think we're doing well. Yeah, we, I'm good, man. Yeah, it's it's mid-April, which is still hard to believe. Uh, we are settled into our new offices here at the church, which is exciting. And uh, and it's nice that uh, we can't, like, hear everyone's conversations four offices down anymore. I know, yeah. Um, there's a little bit of uh, sound insulation. That's, it's that's nice. nice that we're not fearful that we're going to die a black in the mold few years of and... the black mold in our offices. <laughs> It yeah. is. It is. Praise God. A little bit of little bit of common grace on our lives there, right? Yeah. That that would happen. You yeah. Know, so. Everything anyway. going okay for the Ross fam? Yeah. Yeah. We're kind of in that. Uh, all right. Things are a little chill mm-hmm. uh, leading up to the end of the school year. I mean, May is just such a wild, busy month. So we know that it'll be not that chill over the next few weeks. But yeah, it's it's good. We're grateful for God's grace. Uh, we're close to finalizing the adoption of uh, our daughter. Yeah, that's uh, super exciting. Yeah, yes. yeah so uh, that's really cool and just good stuff, man. How about the Wyatts? Yeah, I, we are on like, I. this is like rolling down the hill to the end of school this year good, and it just picks yeah. up steam and you're just mm-hmm. like, by the end of it, you're like, can we be done? And I feel like we were starting that a little earlier probably because we're You don't older. have as many decisions to make though. Doesn't that bring, like it's just, it is, is happening It's just like, you. get your work done guys. Yeah. Let's, let's just, the goal, like finish well, finish strong. And um, so yeah, we're doing, and, and ministry's good and it's always busy, but it's always good. I mean, I should say always good, but it is good. <laughs> No, yeah, I should no, say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Don't say always. Uh, it's good. not always good. Yeah, I mean, yeah. God is always good. Maybe I should. Uh, uh, it's a great season, man. We had the baptism, Lindsay's yes. baptism last Sunday. We have some other one coming up this Sunday, and then some others that we get to celebrate that yeah. have happened uh, yeah. a few Sundays. Thankful for all of that. Yeah. Um, and then really, it's cool because it's like it's kids, students. And adults, like so, it it's is, every yeah. age group uh, mm-hmm. being baptized. No babies, though. No, no Cause, babies. Cause, that's yeah. not what we do. Yeah. That's uh, a former episode of Boggy Talk. <laughs> that's right. Uh, well, hey, uh, you know, as we uh, this past uh, week, we kicked off a new sermon series. We uh, finished up the Book of Galatians, which I loved. Yeah, I loved. Yeah. Uh, just uh, we we also tracked with Galatians in our life group, and I, I just felt like it just really took root uh, in in from Sunday morning mm. and on Wednesday nights in our mm. life groups, mm. and just the gospel, and just it was great talking to somebody. Just uh, as we were reflecting on Galatians, just feeling like even as you know. A Christian who's you know older, uh, you know, and I'm not like a new Christian, and this person was not a new yes, Christian. Sir, it's like are, that's sir. right, I'm getting getting there, but uh, it's just like new depths of the beauty of the gospel mm-hmm. again and again, and we're never done growing mm-hmm. in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we kicked off a new series, uh, Galatians. We finished it up. Now we're in Ephesians, mm. finding your purpose. Uh, we mm. have a series, several series through the book of Ephesians, uh, just because there's there's a more so rich, yeah, so deep. It's so it, it is. It's so good, and we kicked it it's off. Layered is that a good word? Ooh, that's a good. It's like an onion. You just yeah, peel back yeah, one yeah. layer, and you mm. find out there's more and more and more. Mm. Uh, but it's not as as bitter as an onion. No. Um, it, it's a sweet onion. Mm. Um, Vidalia onion. If mm. you know, you know. You're Georgia pride uh, there. That's Georgia right. pride, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, kicked off Ephesians and, you know, really, this is going to kind of take us back to the heart <laughs> of Boggy Talk. Yeah. Uh, why did we start Boggy Talk? Um, 
really it was to give space and conversation for things that we may not be able to talk about on Sunday morning, but for several for several reasons, one being time, one being how uh, complicated they can be. Mm -hmm. And uh, boy, did you talk about a boggy issue this past, mm -hmm. or touch on a boggy issue this past Sunday. Uh, and that is uh, found in Ephesians chapter one. Mm -hmm. It's in the Bible. And so today we're going to just dive in and talk a little bit more mm -hmm. about uh, a word that you see that can be triggering for some, uh, especially Baptist. Uh, and that is this doctrine of election mm -hmm. uh, that is mm -hmm. present mm -hmm. in Ephesians chapter chapter, well, not just Ephesians chapter one, it's other places in the Bible, mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. but specifically in Ephesians chapter one. So mm. uh, we're going to dive right in and get muddy. So why don't you just start with, you know, what would you want to expound upon from this past mm. Sunday? Nothing really, but, uh, yeah. but, uh, <laughs> what and, want? And, and want is the key word. There. And truthfully, you know, there are things on a Sunday morning that you're like, man, I just, I don't, I'm not going to talk about that because you're not going to satisfy like anybody. Yeah. However, the driving force is not what I do and do not want to talk about the it's the Bible. Mm -hmm. And so if what the Bible has to say conflicts with my desire to communicate, I'm going to go with what the Bible has to yeah. say. And that's, uh, <laughs> and that's, that's important. Yeah. I think people don't know, because I think a lot of times passages like this or other passages that maybe uh, there's different ways of approaching it in scripture or in different interpretation people, a lot of, I mean, just being honest, yeah. a lot of churches just kind of gloss skim over, over it, it, right? Gloss, gloss over, over it. it. That's like, the word I heard. And whether the issue, no matter what the issue is, if it's a cultural issue, like, hey, I don't want to offend people. We want to keep people intrigued. And so I appreciate that about, about this church and about you. It's like, hey, we got to talk about it. The Bible, the Bible wins. Yeah, yeah, uh, it does. <laughs> the it Bible does. wins. Uh, the authority wins. So, so I think, you know, I would, I would first establish, like, remember the sermon, the whole text is about who you are in Christ. So if mm -hmm. you're like, just obsessing about this one issue, you are not approaching the text healthily. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm sure there's some baggage there or some pride there. Um, and I mean that, like I said that matter of factly, but I mean that matter of factly, but mm -hmm. I love you. Um, but I think the potent, the specific part that you're talking about is Ephesians chapter one, uh, verse uh, five, which says he predestined us for adoption to himself as sons through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of his will. And I have my Mac here with me today. So you know it's serious Ooh, when I have the very, Mac computer. Bringing out the gun. kind of feel like a real podcaster, right? I know, like you got, got a Mac. It's definitely, we would definitely not be a real podcaster with a PC, no, which no. I'm forced to use. Oh, I'm so sorry. No, you're not, but that's okay. I'll yeah. help you be liberated <laughs> one day, but uh, maybe you are, I don't know. So yeah, so I mean, in there, so if we're talking about predestination, you know, um, the scripture right here says he predestined us for mm -hmm. adoption to himself as sons through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of his will. So, you know, I, I said, hey, if you've been a part of a church person for a long time, then you know that the study of this doctrine is one of the most divisive issues within the church. It's caused splits mm. uh, amongst denominations. It's caused splits within specific churches. Um, and so, you know, I, I just addressed five things, and I think that's probably where we should just unpack this sun today. Mm -hmm. um, so one of the things I said is study of this is good. Yeah. So uh, when I say obsession about it is not wise, I mean that. Mm -hmm. And sole focus on this is not wise. But delving into like understanding, you know, that it, it even um, – even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him in love. He predestined us for adoption uh, to himself, like delving into like what that means. Like, I think it's a good thing. Mm -mm. It is because 
One is in the Bible. So yeah. if God didn't want us to delve into right. it, he would have made it a little more clear, or, or I would say more clear, but a little, or not even put it in there, you know, like, but I think it's it's such a humbling thing. And we'll get, we'll get to some conclusions about this later on. Uh, but I think the first thing is like, we do need to approach this humbly and there is no way that you can approach this and delve into it and not be more humbled. Uh, well, in there fact, is. there is. Well, that's true. I was going to say, yeah, there if, shouldn't be. If you yeah, approach yeah. this and you aren't more humbled by it, right? Then you are wrong. Yeah, that's yeah, and that's really you know, the last. You are wrong. Thing I said there. Yeah, but yeah. So I would just say, study this is good. I mean, treasuring the infinite goodness and pre, you know, knowledge of God and power of God for you, um, and your love and his love for you. Like, man, it's just, it's a good thing to study. So when people say like, let's not focus on theology. Like, I think sometimes they're just not articulating a great thought, mm-hmm. but I do think sometimes it's like, man, you know, we just, we need to just be out. I don't know. I'm using that voice, but like, we just need <laughs> to be that. out there telling people about Jesus the or the other side, we just need to love people and not focus on like, no, this is God's word. Like you mm-hmm. said, it drives us to a greater appreciation of who he is and who we are in light of him. Absolutely. The second thing I said is that it is clear that God knows yeah, and that it is, and I'm going to say this very bluntly, it is blasphemous to not think, to excuse me, to think that God doesn't know or isn't in control. Mm. Yeah, because I mean, that's not just this passage. That is right. the testimony of scripture, right? You know, yeah. Genesis, Revelation, like, yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I agree. So, so I mean, again, you know, so this kind of side note, but when people are upset with their life and the way it is, like, they do need to come to grips with ultimately, like, God allowed this to happen. Like, mm-hmm. that is a healthier, and they're, for lack of a better phrase, anger at God. Now, hopefully if they really seek God, they'll understand they Mm. shouldn't be angry at him. But I do think like God does know everything that's ever happened. I mean, you look at the book of Job, right? Right. Like God Mm -hmm. permitted all that to happen. Exactly. Awful stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. Now, do we fully understand no, the the small and specifics. No, and I tell people, like I think our problem isn't the spe- the ultimate why; it's the specifics of the why. Mm-hmm. Like we can grasp mentally and emotionally and intellectually the ultimate why God right. allows bad things to happen to good people. But first of all, there are no good people. But the specifics of our life are hard for us. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, because it's acute. Like these these acute situations that are personal to us, it's harder to grapple with those things. We were better with the abstract, and when it becomes concrete, that's when we struggle. I think. Yeah, but so God knows. I mean, and so anyone who thinks he doesn't, like, I'm not saying you're not saved, but man, you really believe heresy. Mm. Um, number three, there is some mystery to it. Yes, yes, and amen. <laughs> um, and so, you know, I would just say that we uh, cannot fully reconcile this in our human mind. Yeah, I agree 100%. And this is something that as I continue growing in Christ, uh, that I find myself uh, being more and more okay with. Mm-hmm. And I think- Not just on this issue, right? No, yeah, on yeah, a lot right, of issues. Yeah. Uh, because it goes back to what you said earlier, like God is sovereign over all things. Now, I do think that you can use God as sovereign right. as a cop out. Right. Uh, and just be like, well, God's sovereign and then move on and not actually like try to wrestle yeah. with and reconcile. Like, why did this happen? Why, do, why did this happen? Uh, however, like- 
This is so complex. And going back to the issue of pride, I think going back to, you know, college years and when you're studying and in seminary and you know like you just think you figure things out and mm -hmm. you just know mm -hmm. and the old like the more i mature i think uh and this is you, you don't have to go to seminary to, to be this way like you mm -hmm. just grow up in church and you kind of feel this way we got the corner on the market on this issue and know everything um and the more i realize i don't know and the more i'm okay with that mm -hmm. uh and i think it is so prideful to think on any one particular issue that specifically I would say is a, and not an, it's not an issue of necessarily orthodoxy that uh, has been debated amongst Christians for any length of time to be like, all of a sudden I've come along and figured this out and right. articulated it better than anyone else in Christendom. Right. Uh, that's incredibly prideful. And uh, we you know God opposes the proud. And yeah. we have mm -hmm. to, and the, the mm -hmm. mystery of this, as we'll talk about, you know, sovereignty and um, our, um, and the free will or our responsibility, how they can be reconciled. Mm -hmm. um, it is mystery and it is humbling. Yeah. So you, I don't like when people are prideful about their stance. And so, you know, Calvinism is a is a trigger word for some or or a banner for some. Mm -hmm. Calvinism and I'm kind of simplifying this here is traditionally defined as the the tulip the the doctrines uh, of grace according to the tulip. Mm -hmm. uh, those were originally uh, organized in, in order to explain the the more reformed, more God sovereignty side of things in a, in opposition to Arminianism, which is free will theology. So those are uh, total depravity. That's the T, which means there's nothing about us that seeks God. Mm -hmm. um, and so apart from God's grace in our lives coming to us and drawing us to Him, we um, we don't seek Him. Um, Unconditional election, that's the you, uh, is that uh, God chooses and there's no condition upon that choosing. So he chooses who he chooses and he draws them to himself, mm -hmm. uh, those totally depraved people to himself. L, limited atonement, which means um, when Christ died on the cross, it was only for those um, who uh, would be saved because uh, it paid the penalty of sin. Mm -hmm. um, and so if it was an unlimited atonement, it means that basically um, – you know, and and you can get into splitting the hairs here, but basically, the death of Christ on the cross, uh, you know, was for all sins, and then basically people accepted or rejected. But anyway, I irresistible grace means when God draws you, um, you can't resist it, and so again, you're totally depraved. God draws you according to His unconditional election. Um, you're going to respond with salvation, and the P is perseverance. The saints, which means nothing can take you out of His hand. Now. We, we can maybe talk a little bit about where we are in that, but that isn't necessarily a hard, fast theology in all people's minds. It's more of an articulation of what is wrong about not viewing the Bible that way. So there are, when people ask me, like, am I a Calvinist? I'm like, well, it depends on who you ask, because do I agree, agree with some of that? Yeah. Do I agree with the fullness of all of that? 
Not necessarily. Right. And a, a five point, like I believe all those to the fullness would say, I'm not a Calvinist. And a person who is more on the Arminian side would call me a Calvinist. Um, and I just mean this sincerely, you know, and I, we have even people in this church who are trying to like think, you know, figure this out about me. Like I'm being forthright. Like I just, I, I believe we're depraved, but you know, there is some scriptures that seem to indicate that we're seeking out God. Then there's some that say we don't. And so, you know, I, I, my point is there's just a mystery to all of that. Yeah. And we have to be careful to be like, this is how it is. I just beat on the table. So. <laughs> that's that's emphatic, right? Yeah. And, and we are emphatically mysterious. Right. Uh, I mean, <laughs> you know, I think that's a great way to like, I, I, I'm with you in this. Like, it's just such a, people want to pinpoint it one way or the other. And then it's, it's similar to how we are just really bad at having dialogue yeah. on most things is that we want everything to be black and white. And I think this is the endemic of how we are as a culture, but even as a culture of Christians, like we just want, we want everything to be simple. Right. We want everything to be crystal clear. Right. Uh, and sometimes it's just not. And we have to be okay with that because is God sovereign? Yeah. Are we responsible? Yes, absolutely. I mean, you know, what did we bring to the table that would cause our salvation other than sin? Like, not what? The, you know, and, and, I, I, I th there's so many questions that this this turns up, and I think the end of it is just like it is the gospel that saves. I mean, it really is. And it, how do we get more simple than that? And we just tend to overcomplicate that in terms of splitting hairs over things. Um, and again, yeah. I I encourage people to study it, but you know. <laughs> It's just ironic that either source of this would become a, a source of pride. Mm. And um that's a, that's a good you know, word. and people have like approached me on both of both of it. Um and you know, my flesh, I have to be careful. Almost like, well, I, when you study the Bible enough, like when you've read you'll the Bible, arrive enough, where you'll I've arrive arrived. where I've arrived, or you'll see. And I'm like, no, that's not it. You know, and, and, and so again, I'm not saying that one side, you know, if I lean one way or lean the other way, that the one side isn't more right than me. I'm not even, I'm not even, I'm not arguing that, but I will say that. And I, and I said this on Sunday and I think I should say it again, that, uh, we read passages like this and, and gain an understanding of it. And we think, wow, that is really deep and mm -hmm. that I, I'm deep, you know, but when we say that we're like the 10 year old boy who runs out into the ocean, goes 20 yards, <laughs> 20 yards out where his feet can't touch and says, oh, it's so deep here. When to him, it feels like it's really deep and seven feet of water. But if he j goes just a little farther out, the depth of the ocean goes to several miles mm -hmm. and that's God. And yeah. we just as, I mean, the ocean reminds on our very planet, we have not even fully explored the ocean. Isn't that crazy? You know, <laughs> like we've explored so much. Yeah. We don't even know fully the depths of the ocean. Dude, we can't even make it to the next planet and survive yet. <laughs> like, <laughs> so we, so we got God figured out. Right. Exactly. So, <laughs> so anyway, all right. So I got to get moving. Number four, I said, God's sovereignty and man's responsibility are fully reconciled. Yeah. I didn't say this on Sunday. I intentionally did not use the word free will. I yes. do not like that word. Right. Because phrase because it's not in the Bible. Mm -hmm. So I'm not saying that we don't have free will, mm -hmm. but I'm saying the way we mean that is almost like we are these you we know, are autonomous, the authoritative people who can go against what God would want. And I would just say there are definitely some restrictions to our free will, and there could be like complete restrictions to our free will. However, I do see our responsibility for our sin uh, in the Bible. And you're like, wait, what? How? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. That is a mystery, yeah. but they are fully reconciled. Um, 
and every person who sins deserves uh, the responsibility of their consequences. Um, and yet God is also still in control. And those mm. things are compatible. Do I fully understand them now? No, but will I treasure and ponder and worship <laughs> at how awesome that is for all of eternity? Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. We will. I, I don't, don't have anything to add because I agree. <laughs> it's just like, I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to see the guy beating the symbols, ching, ching. Like it's the same thing. It is just so humbling when you talk about this. Like it is incredibly humbling to think like we can't figure it out. And, but here's what I know. I know Jesus. I know God's in control. And I know that I'm responsible for what he's revealed to me. Yeah. And I, you know, I said on Sunday, like it's not God's will, it's God's will that none should perish, but I'll have eternal life. And so uh, he has given me a clear mm. commission. Yes. Um, and you know, I I do see people who would call themselves Calvinists and not Calvinists who are passionately evangelistic. And I praise Jesus for that. Mm -hmm. Last one I said, and I think this is the most important and you already kind of uh, cut the tension on this one um, is our response is worship. Yeah. Mm. It's surrender. It's adoration. It's humility. Uh, for who God is. Yeah, absolutely. Because you can't talk about this without just being like, God, you are amazing. You you are in control of everything. And obviously I am not. Uh, you have by your grace revealed who Jesus is. You have shown us the way. You, Jesus, you are the way. And so what, what else can we do but respond to that? What else can we do but just be humbled before him? Yeah. And so he says, you know, again, back backing up, you know, that um and you know, he even as he chose us and him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him. Um in love, he predestined us for adoption to himself as sons through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of his will, to the praise, praise. of his glorious grace, mm -hmm. to the with which he has blessed us mm -hmm. in the beloved, like experience the blessing of being his in this yeah. and turn that back to a life of worship. That mm -hmm. would be my ultimate call in your life. Absolutely. And I think in this, it's important to remember that, as you said, it's, it's, it's important and it's vital and it's healthy to delve into this and to understand that like, as, as believers, uh, you know, we, we, we may land in different spots in this. Uh, you know, I, I call it a spectrum of like, you know, the far left and the far right. Uh, I'm not going to say which one I think is which, but like, you know, the, the, ultra, <laughs> you know, because it doesn't matter. It's not because we have too many associations with left and right. Um, but it's just wherever we land. I'm this, on your right, but I'm on Justin's that's left. That's right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, okay, anyway, that's yeah, deep. They're like, they're, people are going to read into that. And yeah, like, What's exactly, he saying? What's exactly. the code? Uh, yeah. um, but I think like, I mean, the own, our own Baptist faith and message, you know, that we would say is a great summary document of what the scriptures teach leaves room for the mystery in this. Mm -hmm. uh, we as, as a church leave room for the mystery of this. Baptist churches leave room for the mystery of this. I mean, some do, some don't, but, as far as our cooperating efforts, we leave room for the mystery mm -hmm. in this uh, and recognize like, you know, we, who are we to say this is exactly how it is, but just to delve deeper, deeper, deeper into mm. this mystery mm. um, of who God is. Mm. Um, mm. Yeah. Yeah. Here. I, and we have people who teach in our church that are on different places of this. Mm -hmm. And I think what I, I, my understanding, you know, certainly what I've said is like, look, you know, like, just don't make this, don't make it a thing, you know, mm -hmm. like, don't make this uh, your banner. Um, 
if you feel if somebody has follow-up questions and you want to share your personal opinions like outside of your group time mm-hmm. uh i mean hey that's fine you know but also you please approach it with humility and i i mean i think it's healthy here i don't hear you know problems i know there have been problems in in history of the church but and there probably will be at some point but mm-hmm. um yeah i think I, the problem is is where people want just uber clarity and to like divide it down to the finest minutia of like what exactly it means and and be like okay that that is exactly to what dissect i believe the tulip yeah. or something like that yeah, yeah and yeah. then that is exactly what i think it should be and if it's not exactly what i think it should be then you're wrong i'm right and there's issues and i think that's where the divisiveness comes in in this mm-hmm. is where we we prioritize that over like the the mission that Jesus has given us uh, the great commission. We prioritize it over just our own worship of, of the Lord and what he's done for us to a point where it does cause issues. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, anyway, that's enough. Yeah. Well, um, I, hopefully we made that a little boggier for you. <laughs> I yeah. think we did, but, yeah. but also a little more clear that there is uh, such, such freedom and grace in all of this. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anything else you'd add to that? Mm, I mean, yes and no. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So no, I'm not going to add I know, else. people are like, well, what? Yeah, I don't know. All right, well, uh, hey. Maybe we'll have some questions. Yeah, maybe we will, and maybe we will delete. I'm just kidding. Yes. We won't delete those questions. We'll uh, yeah, ask we away. So, um, all right, so let's talk about a couple of questions that have come our way. The first is this. First question is, hey, uh, why is Church on Bayshore growing? <laughs> <laughs> That's easy, right? No, it's not. Um, because people do ask. Because God predestined it. <laughs> just kidding. Just <laughs> kidding. Right. Well, there's five points yeah, to this. Yeah, right, no, just right. kidding. Um, here's why. There's not one answer. I, right. There's not one crystal clear answer. And people have asked you this. People have asked me this. Um, and there's like, how much time do you have? And you, you start recounting the history of this mm-hmm. church and how God has mm-hmm. moved in, in mm-hmm. generations, but and specifically in the previous leadership and the people that are mature church members who've been here a while. But ultimately, God's at work. Mm-hmm. Um, God's at work in every age group, I think, in our church. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there, there's a commitment to the word. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, um, I saw a great tweet the other day. It was like I asked two pastors, one of a one of a church whose church is growing and one of a church who's not growing in the same town. Why is your church growing or not growing? And their answer to both was we preach the gospel. So the church is saying we're going, we preach the gospel. The church right. so it's like, you know, we don't want to oversimplify yeah, and be like it's because yeah. we preach the gospel. Well, we do preach the gospel. And I think there's a hunger mm-hmm. in our culture for truth. There's kind of a and I think we're we are attempting to really do that. Um, so I, I would rephrase that question and we should ask the question, why is our church growing or why is our church not? And the answer is to preach the gospel yeah, Ooh, and good. to Woo, build the boy, kingdom. Yeah, yeah. So um, that's all I know is, okay, for whatever reason in God is infinite wisdom and grace, he has chosen to bring a season of uh, blessing upon our church and we are blessed to be a blessing and mm-hmm. for the gospel to go forth. And so, um, you know, I, you're right. I think that if you, we can begin to describe what's taking place and some mm-hmm. of that could be prescriptive, right. but um, it, that's dangerous. Right. Well, and also because, I mean, Niceville and our area is, is culturally different than, you know, just other places. So what's going to work in a large city yeah, or in a absolutely. growing suburb is not going to work here. And things that are going to work in here. In a growing not, village. Yeah, in a growing village. Small, yeah. Slowly growing village. Right, you know, like, and things that are going to work here may not 
the principles yeah. may not apply mm -hmm. to, you know, some of the strategies. And, um, and, you know, I think some of it, in my opinion, is, you know, in, in our culture, there's kind of this like, for, I'm going to use words other people use, wokeness going on, right? And I do think some people um, are kind of trying to make church a little bit more of a priority and specifically a conservative church, which they would view us as because they're kind of scared of that. And so they want to huddle. Um, and, um, and then some are coming because they, and they come here and they're, they're largely disappointed in our huddle that it's not, <laughs> I, I, yeah, or, or, way. or they hear the gospel and they yeah. see the gospel yes. and it changes, and it changes their, their view of the kingdom. Come right? on. So, so, and then there are others who are here because they're hungry for the word and this yeah. is a place where they can grow. And, mm -hmm. and so, um, so it's like both and, and I, I just feel like, I feel like no matter what, like the principles of church leadership and principles of church membership are the same. Mm -hmm. Um, and, you know, I mean, I feel like the blessing is really turned into humility and grace in our, in our church, mm -hmm. um, a response of worship. Yeah. So, uh, you know, and I think yeah. people are always looking for like, what's the, what's the recipe and, and this isn't really a recipe, but I, and I, I do think that God has blessed us and that, and right now that, that blessing it's, you know, looks like numbers, but that, that's not, the, the numbers are not the blessing. Right. Jesus is the blessing. And I, but I do believe God is adding people to our church who are, who are helping advance, like what you said, for, because our, the mission is to build the kingdom. And, uh, you know, I was, so as we prioritize building the kingdom, I do believe God blesses those efforts. Uh, he makes our resources reach further mm -hmm. than we ever could mm -hmm. if we just, you know, how are we going to build this church? How are we going to grow this church? Um, and I was having a conversation with someone recently about church planting, and uh, they were sharing how uh, someone they were talking to just told them their church was not the right church to start church planting because they weren't big enough. Uh, and they really mm. needed to grow to a certain size to start mm. thinking about church planting. Mm, let me talk to them. And, uh, <laughs> let me and, talk to them. And their, 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 their answer was, well, you probably need to be about a thousand before you start what? to plant. I know. Okay. So I, <laughs> what? I, I didn't tell you this free to this because I knew you were going to react this what? way. But, and I just said, you know what? They're wrong. Two. <laughs> yes. Um, the, 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 the disciples didn't wait till they had a thousand to start playing. But also, I think I go back just to like when this church, you know, really started really prioritizing church planting and helped plant mm -hmm. anchor church. And I'm so glad we didn't wait till we had a thousand mm -hmm. people. I'm so glad we didn't. Dude, it was COVID. I know. I, I would say like <laughs> literally our plan for planting, helping plant anchor church in Freeport makes no sense. If you go back and look back, like we, 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 we Sean, I know, I know <laughs> Sean was the planter. I mean, come on, Sean Walker. Um, he doesn't listen to this. He doesn't. Uh, so, um, so let's, let's, but a family that, member might. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah. Jason, his brother, Jason yeah, does. Yeah. Um, He's laughing right he now. He is so. laughing because he knows exactly what uh -huh. we're, you know. But also it was during COVID, like we, this church had not quote unquote recovered for numbers wise. And, you know, and it was just like, it made no sense, but like mm -hmm. you prioritize the kingdom. God mm -hmm. works in that. And, mm -hmm. and the blessing isn't growth. Mm -hmm. The blessing is more and more and more of the richness of, of knowing Jesus, walking with him. Mm -hmm. And right now God is growing in numbers. And there will, there may be a season ahead where that's not what's happening. And, you yeah. know, that doesn't change our mission. No. And I think, you know, I would say, what's the secret sauce? Like, I just believe God's at work. And right now at this particular point in history, in the history of this church, he's working in a way that is built, that is because of how he's worked in the past. Uh, and he's, he's, multi he's just building his kingdom.
Yeah, in um, some ways, in spite of what's happened in the past, uh, but we yeah, don't reflect exactly, on that too exactly. much. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, because yeah. and, and in spite of us, yeah, uh, no, and absolutely. In spite of us and the, and the things we've done. So yeah, yeah. And ju- Justin, you know, I just I'm aware of the increase in influence that God is giving us, and um, I don't know. Like God is just in His grace, like drawn me to like. That's part of like, you know, if you know mm-hmm. me, I'm on a break from social media. Like, I just don't want to, I don't want the glory. Like, yeah. I don't want, mm. I just want him to get the glory, yeah. you know? And so, um, mm-hmm. like, I think the prayer of a leader and a, a believer is, you know, God, whether it's good or whether it's bad, um, you give and take away, but still your name will be praised, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Uh, and so I think like, Um, in this season, he's chosen to exalt himself through the growth of our church. Um, but that might not always be the case and that's okay. Yeah. Um, because he, you said he is the blessing. Mm. Um, he's good. Yeah. Anyway. Wow. He is so good. And it's, you know, and really in this, as a leader and as a church member, this isn't just about being pastors. This is as a church, like we have really one of two responses and it's the same, uh, as what we talked about before and study delving into this doctrine we were talking about, we can be prideful about this or we can be humble about this. Mm-hmm. And there's one of those responses that's very clear in scripture that God blesses. And one of those responses that's very clear that he opposes. That's right. And um, so we want My to- My kids and I talk about this. <laughs> like, I mean, scripture doesn't say pray for humility. Scripture mm-hmm. commands, be humble. Mm-hmm. Be humble. And, uh, you know, we cannot, you know, I, and I mm-hmm. pray that we stay there. I, you know, I can't say that's always been the case of my own heart is to be like, you alone get the glory, God. You know, like there's pieces of me that sometimes, but, but you know, someone told me good job. And now I'm just like, you know mm-hmm. what? God, get the glory, God, mm-hmm. and help keep me there, Lord. Mm-hmm. Keep me there. Mm-hmm. Keep me there. So, Amen. Um, and y'all can pray for that for our yeah, church, yeah. just not just for the staff, but for all of our leaders, yeah. for everyone that we just operate from this place of humility. Humility, uh, that God has has been so good to us, and we just want to just help people see how great He is. Amen. Yeah, um, but but do I mean Boggy Talk Nation? I, I mean, pray for the two of us. I think we're the we're the clearest, like v- visible, like got the microphones. The most. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Even right now, and um, <laughs> dude, I don't want to do anything that is not what Jesus would have. And I, yeah. and, and let me take that a step further. I want everything we do to reflect Christ and his glory and point people to be more like Christ, not grow our church. Mm. Yeah. Amen. That's what we, when we build the kingdom, it's not just about the things we're accomplishing. It's about the spirit of God moving. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So a hundred percent. That's good. I think we're ready for the game, aren't we? All right, yeah. yeah, yeah. We got we one more question. question. We'll save, save it for, for next week. week. <laughs> save it for next week because it's a good one, Yeah. Uh, but it can also wait. So, all right. So, we got a game coming up, and you're in charge of game, brother. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. bring it. Well, I know how much you like Christian movies. <laughs> oh, no. So, And by like, he means not like. Um, so, I'm going to ask you some questions about Christian, 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 <laughs> Christian movie <laughs> trivia. Christian movie <laughs> trivia. 
Oh man, um, I've, it's I've so hard to transition from seriousness to the game. Oh, it is. It, it really is. Sometimes maybe we should, but then just like start with the game and be like, ha ha ha. All right, now let's talk about something. That's too. why we don't do like some trivial things in our service, you know? Yes, because I, it's I just, just a, a hard like what? Yeah, what I know, right? Like we're just like responding <laughs> to the spirit. That's like, all right, guys, potluck next <laughs> Sunday. It's like, oh come on. Anyway, um, okay, so mm. Sherwood Pictures. Okay, I, I'm familiar with this. They've made three movies that start with the letter F. What are they? Fireproof is one. Correct. Um, uh, let's see. There's a football one. Mm -hmm. uh, Facing the Giants. Correct. Uh, what other cliche movie? I'm just kidding. Uh, it was the first one. The other one was the first one, I think. The very first one? Oh. I think so. Facing the Giants, Fireproof, and... Full. I have no idea. I can't. I have no. Just idea. make some up. Uh, for the love of the game, because it was based off baseball. That was a Kevin Costner movie. Is it? <laughs> no uh, idea. <laughs> Flywheel. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think I do remember that. Okay, one. this is this isn't about. a cheesy one. Okay, what? Uh, no, sorry. Beyond the Gates of Splendor is a documentary about what missionary family? Oh, the Elliots. The Saints who are with the Elliots. Oh, okay, yes, gotcha. Yeah. I, okay, that is, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. And what a, what, a, uh, what a beautiful story. Yeah. And tragic, but beautiful. Mm. In Mel Gibson's Passion of the Christ, mm. what cameo did Mel Gibson make? Oh, was he Judas? No. No. Nope. Was he Satan? Was he? <laughs> no, that's what some of the media calls <laughs> that's him. That's right, afterwards. No. Uh, I don't remember. He hammered one of the nails oh, in Jesus' yeah. hands. Oh, I, you know, yeah, I do remember that. I remember yeah. reading about that. Man, what? Okay. We actually had we actually talked about that movie and whether or not like our kids were old enough to watch it yet. Yeah, because uh, it's so. Will they appreciate it? Right? Yeah, and I like, think you'd be our, so upset if they were bored. I know. I th and I think our older kids would. Could you it, eat popcorn when you saw that in the I movies? Know. I remember watching <laughs> with a group of friends, and we just kind of like. All right, we're gonna go home now. Like, yeah, I was uh, crying. It man. was. Um, mm. I think our older kids would. It would not be too much for them, and I yeah. think they would. Appreciate Cameron and I went and saw Jesus Revolution. By the way, was it good? It was good. Yeah, okay. yeah. I, still I seen mean, it. I think there's a lot to glean from it. Yeah. You know, I'm mean, obviously knowing like kind of what happened with some of those people was tough, but yeah, it was mm. good. It was good. Yeah. Um, the Left Behind series is based <laughs> on a book series by what popular authors? Popular is a strong word, but okay. Uh, it's LaHaye. Yep. Tim LaHaye Jenkins? Yep. LaHaye okay. and Jenkins. Oh, yep. yeah. Jerry Jenkins Man, and Tim LaHaye. We had a yard sale last year for a fundraiser for uh, Josiah going on the DR mission trip, and someone donated that entire set, and then someone bought it. Okay. I have no idea the answer to this one, but you probably know it. What Christian band wrote the song, How to Save a Life, featured in the film of the same name? Oh, how to save a life. Uh, I didn't even know this was a Christian band. It's not Switchfoot. Is it a... But similar vibe. Yeah. Um, Dude, Switchfoot was so big Life in the early How? 2000s. Life How? Not Life House. Is it like... Li no. I don't know. Think more on like the edge or the fray. Oh, yeah. is the fray? The fray. Yeah. Really? Yeah. They're Christian? I didn't know, but yeah. <laughs> okay. That's a, um, that's a good Christian band name. That's, a, that's that's like a good Christian, non like we're trying to cross over name, you know? Yeah. Uh, also, we could call our bog our podcast that the fray it's kind of like Ooh, the same that's not body, bad man you know? maybe if we take it nationally somebody <laughs> told me the other day they think we need to go seriously <laughs> really? i'm not joking yeah yeah they're really kind but <laughs> that is very um, generous of them yeah that is they didn't sponsor though no oh, what hey, event well, inspired the film happen. soul surfer 
Oh, that's the uh, surfer girl. The uh, the mm, mm, name, she has a name. Bethany. 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 Yeah. Something. She got her arm bitten off by a shark. Uh, surfing in Hawaii. Very good. I, Very we've seen good. that movie. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Actually. Has a cameo by Carrie Underwood in it. She plays the youth really? director at their church. I think I remember hearing that now. Yeah, so. and then you're reminded why Carrie Underwood is an incredible singer, but not a great actress. Yeah, that's usually the truth. Okay, just a few more. What book of the Bible is the movie One Night with the King? Esther. Based on? Yes, very good. Very yeah. good. Okay. Um, the film Amazing Grace is about which English member of parliament who worked tirelessly to end slavery? William Wilberforce. Yes. Yeah, yes. what a good movie. Yeah, very good. Very good. You should know this. Uh oh. What famous slave trader turned Tim Ryder was the main character's mentor? Yep, Newton. That's right. Okay. Um, I know some hymn trivia. You are pretty good. Okay. Pretty. That's an actor. Two more. These are hard. Fairly good. Probably my favorite Christian movie. Ready? (laughs) Okay. No pressure. Which actor voiced the lion Aslan in the Chronicles of Narnia series? You know, my celebrity doppelganger, Liam Neeson. Very good. (laughs) Okay. Literally, I've had people stop me places and be like, you, am I tell you you look like Liam Neeson? Like, I don't see it, but I guess we have big noses and big foreheads. You look know. more like a Bogdanovich, the <laughs> basketball player. <laughs> yeah, no, I have gotten yeah, that one before yeah. too. Okay. If only I was as good at basketball. Well, he's like seven foot tall too. You're tall, but you're not that tall. <laughs> not that, or coordinated. All right, what is the name of the Pevensey children from oldest to youngest? Peter, Susan, Edmund, Lucy. Good job. Yeah. Would you consider yourself more of a Peter, Susan, Edmund, or Lucy? Uh, Can I tell you? You're a Lucy man. You're a Lucy. <laughs> like just to, like just get lost, exploring. Uh-huh. Like, uh, yeah, I was gonna say I'm a little, a little Edmund kind of like. Eh, I can have I a little we, bit. We of We all see that yeah. in ourselves, but, right? Yeah, I, Lucy's just like, hey, what's in behind this wardrobe? Let's go look and get lost. Yeah, in it. Yeah. Oh think, yeah, I've been here for how long? <laughs> I think the point is we all have a little bit of all of it. In I agree. Right? Yeah, and we all need Aslan. But yeah, yeah, I agree. Anyway, yeah, what a great I, movie. Yeah, well, it is such a good movie. Books too. So they are. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I kinda, I can't wait till they make the horse and his boy into into a movie. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, such a good one. And I think I, the first movie, like the remake of those was so good. And they kind of went down from there, like because Disney just didn't do as good a job. Uh, but I, I wish <laughs> they, they would didn't just, want the gospel to be. Yeah, as clear. basically they're like, oh, man, yeah. it's like almost they found out this was an allegory of the gospel. Yeah, like, yeah. oh, man, we yeah. made a mistake. <laughs> would Disney ever make? I don't know. Yeah. So anyway, well, hey, that was a fun game. Yeah. And I Sweet. do know you a little bit pretty of well, man. Trivia. Yeah. Uh, yeah movie, movie trivia. trivia. Um, there were some I just didn't ask you because I knew yeah, there was zero of, chance. Yeah, some of them I had. The more recent ones I haven't seen just because we just don't make it to or yeah. see a lot of movies or even rent a lot of movies or download a lot of movies. So it's just life right now. So yeah. one day, hey, well, uh, hey, if you got questions, shoot them this way. Uh, and thanks for tuning in. We look forward to being with you next time. Thanks for listening to Boggy Talk. We are so glad you joined in the conversation. Go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss a beat. 